Hey everybody, I just want to take a moment to thank all my subscribers and listeners that dedicate a little bit of time just to hear what I got to say. Thank you so much, but the struggle is real and it continues. Please spread awareness and do your part by making sure that you are subscribed and liking each of the episodes that you listen to. Share my episodes and, and spread awareness of my channel and what it is that I'm doing. These things, these little things right here is what helps me grow and helps sponsorship come my way as I am a struggling ex-con. I appreciate the support, the love, and thank you so much for tuning in. More to come. So what's going on, everybody? The Thomas Free Me TV podcast show brought back a longtime friend of the show. If you haven't caught the show earlier, Make sure, you know, go back and, and, and see uh, some of our discussions, man. Mr. Joseph P. Langton. What's, what's up? What's going on, brother? What's going on? You know Cleveland in the house. Ohio in the house, man. What's up, man? You look cold. You yeah, look it's a little cold, cold out here, you know, you know. But you know what we doing? You know, this passion that we got keeps our soul warm. You know what I mean? We keep blazing trails, keep speaking about the miscarriages of justice, and keep this on a red alert so people can understand what's going on. And as long as we do that, we did our job. You feel me? No question. No question. So, you know, we're about reaching out to the communities and, and, and just bringing light to, to things that are going on that the communities really ain't, ain't hip to. So today, a man, a brother, right? The thing that we're striving to, to, to try to overcome is about to die. 4 p.m. He's sentenced to die today. And for the last 20 years, this cat has been fighting for his innocence. So I'm going to read. The article that CNN came out with today. So the article says Julius Jones is scheduled to be executed today and Oklahoma's governor has still not decided if he will commute the death sentence. He still has not decided this fucking guy. Julius Jones is scheduled to be executed today at 4 p.m. unless Oklahoma governor Kevin Stitt grants him clemency. Even as the clock is winding down, the Republican governor has still not said whether he will accept the recommendation from the Oklahoma Pardon and Parole Board, which voted three to one on November 1 to commute Jones' sentence to life in mm. prison with the possibility of parole. So even though that the parole board, the, the Pardon and Parole Board had voted three to one to commute, this dude is still sitting on it. Governor Stitt of Oklahoma. Mm. CNN has reached out to Stitt's office and has not heard back. So here again, we have another another person who has been claiming innocence, right, for a murder of a business owner back in 1990, I believe. I believe it was in 1990. Let me see, or 99, one of these years. But um, I'll look it up here real quick. But give me your thoughts on that, brother. Well, now, you know what we do at the time is free me show. Yeah. Right. And you know how Joseph P. Landy get down. We get facts. We don't deal with opinions and we don't deal with emotions. We deal with the basic truth. Now, me being a person who's been incarcerated for 22 years, I can identify with a long period of time and how a person can transform their lives, um, you know, and make the better situation out of an ugly situation. Right. And here we have this man who has over six million signatures on a petition. Mm. Do y'all hear me? I said over 
six million signatures saying, hey, hmm. do not kill this man. Because it could be more from this story than just the death. Six million people don't just sign no papers now. Not six million. Now, if you would have said 6,000, maybe 600,000, I'd have like, man, that's, that's, that's pretty decent. But when you say six million, that means people are at an uproar and people are fed up with the system and they're tired of these people dying, innocent men and women in America. This is not Afghanistan. This is not Pakistan. This is not Russia. This is America. This is America. And this Governor Stilts, or whatever his name is, I, I want to call him uh, Kevin Scrub. Kevin I want to call him Governor Scrub. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm calling him. Governor Scrub. Hashtag Governor Scrub of Oklahoma. Right? Has this man's life, has this man's life in the balance of his hands? Yeah. Why he's getting up and sitting, sitting up this morning, drinking his coffee, knowing that this man is getting ready to die. Like you say, six million people have signed this petition. That's scary, homie. That's scary to know that we could have six million American citizens sign one piece of paper to, 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 to just hear one man's story out to give him a fair trial because his, his, his trial was shit, right? This is all the people are asking for. If, if you know that he's guilty, then give him a fair trial. That's all the people are saying. Let him get a fair trial. But you have 6 million people saying this, and still you have one man, like you said, one man who's supposed to be the people's representatives. This is supposed to be the people's representatives. You have 6 million people saying something and he's still undecided. That's scary. Indecisive. indecisive. And this is this is the thing, right? And I have to I have to make this so clear that it rings in the drums of the people who are listening for it's happening and soon will listen maybe 10 years from now. Right? Now, what I want you to really pay attention to. What is the dude who killed that guy, them two people, and wounded the other person in Wisconsin? What is his name? Oh, that's Rittenhouse. That's Kyle Rittenhouse. Talking about Kenosha. Okay. okay, now, Kyle Rittenhouse, if you see how they present his case on TV, is on national TV, so the whole world can inspect what is going on. So when it's on national TV like that, they have to perform at a certain level of integrity because they know the world is looking but when the world is not looking ladies and gentlemen guess what happens those legal technicalities get swept under the rug mm -hmm. because you can't see them and if you can't see some guess what the american people don't believe it but you well, better believe well, it yeah yeah well julius jones isn't part of 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 the agenda and kyle rittenhouse was you know what i yes. mean and that's why they pushed the agenda through through their means of execution, which is through the media. Yes, because, so. because they knew, see, when you're dealing with class levels, right? I'm sure Mr. Julius Jones, right? Has come from a poverty stricken environment, hmm. right? I'm not saying that's guaranteed, but I'm almost sure, right? Oklahoma now, and, remember what, what remember, remember Oklahoma's history now. With the black yes, stock the, market and the, all that. Blowing up the black Wall Street and things of that nature. So with that being said, we already understand the complexities of this environment, right? So we already know he has gasoline drawers on in the pipe. As soon as he walked in the pipe, he already had gasoline drawers on. He exploded. So with that being said, 
what the American people need to understand is when Kyle Rittenhouse is going to court right now, every camera, every legal lawyer around the world is watching this case. So they have to follow the rules. Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with people who are in poor income environments where there's no cameras to inspect the rules, guess what happens? They get sabotaged. Let me ask you this, homie. Let me ask you this here because that's a good point, right? The world is watching the Rittenhouse case and there was a lot yes. of peculiar things that happened inside of this courtroom. So let me ask you, because you're an experienced man of the courtroom as well as yes. I, how yes. many trials have you been to? Oof. On my personal self? Yeah, how many trials have you sat through where where you had to two. you went through a jury? Two. So you've been through two. two. Okay, I, me as well. I've been through two. So through those two, have when when it came down to your jury, how was the final jury selected? If you can remember, um, never with a bingo game. Never exactly. This is my point. I've never, never saw anything game. like that. I've never saw, man, if they would have brought me that box and told me to pick them 12 people, I would have slapped that box out of their hand and tell them, man, quit playing with my life. This ain't no bingo game, man. You know? Um, when I went to trial and everybody I know who went to trial, you can file a motion for a jury of your peers, which are people who are supposed to look like you, think like you, and can relate with you so they won't have a preconceived notion about you. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. So for them to be able to give him a bingo game, <laughs> a bingo game to choose whether guilty or innocent, whether I was at fault or was I was the right, had the right to take these men life, shit resulted to a game, mm-hmm. right? That's what I mean about this American system, if you really pay attention, there's over 2.1 million people in the prison industrial complex in America. However, there also is 250,000 documented innocent people in prison. A quarter of a million. Quarter of a million. Just imagine if you had a quarter of a million $1 bills and you threw it in the air. Mm-hmm. What you think you would see? You would see a, a, a tsunami, right? You, well, you wouldn't know what it was, but yeah, you would you would think you were you were you were, you would be consumed by it. And that's and that's exactly what's happening to the fabric of the American people. Mm-hmm. They're being consumed by a mass incarceration that has become like a wildfire in California, burning down miles and miles of oxygen, taking the life of the people who are dwelling in just wallowing in them cesspools and one in peculiar right now in Oklahoma at four o'clock. His life will be on the line. Five o'clock Eastern. His life will be on the line. Now think about this. What you gonna be doing at five o'clock Eastern? You might be with your kid. You might be eating. You might be smoking a joint. You might be drinking. You might be just doing whatever life brings your way. But this man is going to be looking at the barrel of a gun in a form of American execution. That's it. They're going to walk him down a long, cold hallway. You know what I'm saying? They're going to strap him to a table, you know, and strap him down. And then they're going to start administering, you know, that that process, man. And and how <laughs> and when you know that in your mind that you're innocent, hmm. it's, it's just 
I, I don't, it's, it's, it's evil, it's, man. It's, it's unspeakable. It's evil. It's, evil. it's, it's evil, man. It's, it's absolutely, it's absolutely evil for a person that knows in, in Kevin Stitt's, you know, position to, to, to say, you know what, let me think about this. What is there to think about? All you have to do is look at the man's past, see that it wasn't a fair trial. It's already been documented. It's already known that this man did not get a fair trial. How are you going to let a man die? You're supposed to be a representative of America. How are you going to let a man die that you know did not get a fair trial? This is, this is as you said, is evil. And evil, evil, we use evil as a cliche. You know, we say it in... Yes. in but but this is the pure essence of what evil is, is, is when when you know that the life of, a, of another human being is in the balance of your hands and yet you choose not to to exhaust all remedies. This is what yeah. we're holding Kevin Rittenhouse on trial for. This is what we're telling him for. How can you claim self-defense if you didn't exhaust all remedies? But yeah, we got a we got a politician. We got a representative that is about to let a man die without exhausting all his remedies it, it just again what did they say what did x say partner what did he say about the hypocrisy mm, mm, mm. you know that's the this hypocrisy of our democracy man but you know man for the people out there who listening man this brother right here man my friend thomas freeney podcast he's been putting on and you know at this particular moment, a lot of people don't realize that the things we talk about are real life issues. The issues that can really change the dynamics of life. You know, the things we talk about can really radically lies, change your way of thinking, your child way of thinking, and see life from a different perspective because we've been through it. So what we're trying to tell you, because you would think, why are we talking about another man? He's in prison, he did a crime, yeah, right? But the fact is this is a human being. And you have something called cruel and unusual punishment. And this is what is being administered on this man, right? You don't take a person's life without facts. And the facts show that this man did not commit these murders, murder or whatever the case may be. And look, six again, million signatures. Six million signatures, man. Six million. I mean, that's unheard of. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. That's, that's some countries don't even have six million citizens, people. you know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People. I mean, it's just, means, it's just like the Rittenhouse. You know, you got half the country right now, homie. You got you got people sitting outside of the courthouse waiting for this verdict to come in, which I think is going to come in today. But you got half the country that think that just because these dudes, the Rosenbaum and, and the other, you know, the Huber and, and the other guy, you know, were were criminals. They have criminal backgrounds that they deserve what they got. And that Kyle was an actual hero, that he was he was eliminating people off the street. When 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 you hear that with the background that you got, how does that make you feel? Does that make you feel and you're a black man in America, so you already don't feel welcome for the most part. But does yeah. does does that make you even feel kind of welcome in your communities, knowing that people people look at individuals like this? Hey, this might sound crazy when I say this, right? Because I do feel welcome to here, right? You know why? I am wherever I go, right? I don't care what part of the earth, what cop pull up on me. I don't care about none of that stuff. You know why? Because I'm a messenger, right? And messengers get what they got coming, right? You see what I'm saying? Truth Real tellers. talk. Truth right? tellers, man. Research history right? on truth tellers. Yeah, we get what we got coming, right? So 
that's something I already leveled up for, right? So with that being said, however, I still look at the fact that this man, when we talk about first degree, second degree, third degree, we're talking about what? Motives. Yes. Right? Agenda, we're motives. We're talking yep. about motives, mm-hmm. right? Motives. And what happens is this guy went from Illinois, right? Because he was told his father's friend Carlotts to protect him. So he traveled with an AR-15 across state lines, right? That he he obtained illegally through a straw man. Which means it's it's intent there. He knew he was going to kill somebody that day, Mm. right? Because he went to these car lots, okay, then left the car lots and patrolled the streets as if he was a cop, right? Now, if you was there to hold down your father's friend's car lots, why would you leave from there, right? If the goal in the plan was to protect this property, why did you leave from there? Well, let me let me ask you this, right? Because you're you're from the hood, man, and you you yeah. have you have an extensive history of hood life. Yes, like, I do. That's 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 been checked, and and there's no debate yeah. on that. So, no, how many times have you saw like a young white punk uh, Rittenhouse like just wanted to be part? of this gangster life, but had no experience in that life. Not to say that white people don't know the gangster life. Yeah, 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 I know what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But these ones that that live outside of it and they see the yeah. stuff on TV and they want yeah. to tote and these TikTok gangsters, these, these yeah, 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 as, yeah. as you and I would call them, these cell, these cell warriors, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah for sure. Would you put Rittenhouse in that category? Well, I, I would say Rittenhouse was more so, um, you know, you have what you consider people who really are like patriots, right? Mm. You know, that patriot mindset, right? Be all you can be, right? The army, right? Without the army, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, training, shooting in your back backyard. So, you know, you think you're really sophisticated in the art of war, mm. right? But we're talking about a 17-year-old who hasn't been trained in guerrilla warfare or riot. Uh, traumatic situations, right? That is something you have to be skilled at in order to deal with because the second minutes and things of that nature, split second decisions you will have to make in order to preserve a life or, you know, preserve yours. With that being said, I believe he was brainwashed to believe he was some type of Captain America, right? I don't think it had anything to do with the hood mentality. I believe it had more to do with a patriotic mentality because he went in there as if he was Superman, right? Well, what why I say that is because he was using like uh like hood terms. You know, he was on TikTok and he was you know like he he would sit there and hold oh, his gun. That. Yeah, he he, he would sit there and hold his gun and he's like, I'm just trying to be famous, bruh. Oh, I you know, know that. what I mean. And I ain't know that. And, and stuff I, like that. You know, never knew so that. It's, never knew that. Never knew that. So now looking at it from that perspective, I mean. People tell you the truth when you listen to him. So he you know, told you what he did it for. Right. He's going to be famous, bro. And this is these and are my points. These are my points. He's you know what I mean? Now, 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 let me ask you, right? You, back in your heyday, were you ever a, a, a gun toter? Well, that's essentially what I was. So 
you being a gun toter and having experience knowing that this firearm is 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 your 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 lifeline essentially in the environment that you're in how did you look at that firearm did you look at it did you buy your firearms because they look cool or did you buy your firearms or get your firearms because of what they were intended for a combination of both Mm -hmm. and i say that to say this because there's been times I've seen guns and I'm like, man, that thing is pretty. Woo-wee! Right? Mm-hmm. So you buy it for that as well, right? Mm-hmm. But you also buy it because when you're coming up in those type of environments, it's like being in a war, right? So your weapon is essentially your heartbeat. Mm-hmm. No, for real. Mm-hmm. If people think this is a game, it's really going on in the hood, right? So... I would say more so a combination of both because the first infatuation with the gun is how it looks. Mm. When you're young, you see it. Oh, man, he got a nice one. Then you start talking about your other uncle gun. Man, you seen your uncle gun? He got a big one with the holes in it. You start describing it. It start becoming sexy to you, mm-hmm. right? So not only is it a weapon to protect yourself in the weapon of mass destruction in case somebody opposed, it is also a, a, a tool of, of, you know, you know, showing that you're the big man, you got the biggest one. I got the flyest one. You got the what? You got that nine, man. I got the FNN. You mm-hmm. got the FNN. I got the AR. So ah. it is a competition. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. a combination of both, I would believe. So what about Unless when you, you just ain't got nowhere to go with that one gun? <laughs> so what about when you hear that somebody has has an AR-15 and 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 it's loaded with full metal jackets? What does that speak to you? Um, that means he's ready for war. Mm. See, see, even in the hood, right? Dudes got them type of guns, I'm sure. I don't know, but I'm sure they do, right? But they're not walking around with them guns unless they're coming out to kill everybody. You mm. know, like a gang war or, you know, like a turf war or like a whole block got to get it. You know, things of that nature. And if you don't know what that means, that means an all-out blood civil war. Just, That's just what that means. Spray and whoever gets shot gets shot and drop. Well, we get and it, drop get it. We don't care. But when you, mm-hmm. the average goon, thug, or CCW carrier, right, they're going to have a pistol. You know, they're going to have a nine millimeter, 380, you know, whatever. So many flavors. American made. You know how the American dream kill. Mass weapons of destruction. Buy them in the hood. Buy them in Walmart. Kill everybody. That's what they do here, right? Um, so, with that being said, right, I believe, and I truly believe this time is for you, man, right? When you have an AR-15 and you bring it out your house, your intentions better them than me. That's your intentions. Better them than me. Right. So now if 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 you're out there. You know, because you're up there again, like I say, you're in Ohio, so you're kind of up there in that quarter. Yeah. Up there. So so you were dealing yeah. with a lot of, of what was going on last year in Kenosha as well. So when you see yeah. somebody walking around with an AR-15 strapped to them, how, how does that change the complexity of the crowd? You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, uh, that's going to make everybody, uh, you know, the average person see a little small 22, they run. So if you see a gun with an extended clip and it looks like that, and if you don't know what an AR-15 looks like, think about the devil on steroids. That's what an AR-15 is. The devil on steroids. 
right? So anybody who has something like that, and I happen to see him in the crowd, I'm going to clearly go the other way. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to try to be a hero because them bullets come out too fast in the AR-15. Squeeze it one time, five bullets hit you. That's why when he shot the one die four times from one squeeze of the trigger, it was because they bursted out the gun. Mm. See what I'm saying? That's the type of weaponry that AR-15 is. It's a weapon of mass destruction, brother. It's facts. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I've never held an AR-15, so I don't know if they actually have the 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 semi switch where you can go from single yeah, to, to yeah, burst. Yeah, they got both. Yeah, but I think I think he actually had it on just single shot. I don't think oh, it was. Probably, a, did. I don't think whatever it was he, a burst. Whatever he had it on, right? So that means he shot that guy four times. Boom, 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 boom. Exactly. That he actually squeezed the trigger four times. That's a difference. There's yeah, a difference so, there. Big difference. Big difference. Because if you shoot it one time and four bullets come out, that's, you know, that's the gun. But if you pull it out and shoot old times, that's the main. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? So <clears throat> hopefully the American people do the right thing and speak up for this brother that's on death row in Oklahoma. Hey Amen, man. I'm going to be praying at five o'clock, man. Think about his family. Think about his you know, the people that's the six million people that wrote, wrote up and stuck up for him. This 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 just keeping in solidarity that hopefully, you know, Governor Scrub does the right thing. And with I, that being said, I, I just don't understand it, man. I mean, what's yeah, I mean, you know, with everything that's going on, it's it's again, it's I, I don't even know how to explain it. You know that all of this going on, especially up in the Michigan area, you know, all of this wrongful conviction, we're having rallies for wrongful conviction. It's, 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 there's more talk of wrong, you know, wrongful conviction and, and reform than I've ever heard in my life. You know what Me I mean? Too. And yet you still want to make a stance on something as controversial as this to let a man die without at least opening it up and, 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 making sure that that this, that's the right decision it's just to me that's 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 that should speak, that should well it should speak volumes to the american people man it should speak volumes in a sense that listen man we have to come together we have to stop arguing with each other right doesn't matter if we're, we're american citizens man and, and when we look at another person that's the first thing we have to realize like this is my brother this is my american brother and we may have difference within the community, but we need to stop getting the government involved in our communities and start handling our issues within the communities Hell yeah. in, in positive, you know, community building fashion instead of tearing ourselves down and allowing the government to come in and, and do a sweeping hand. This is what I'm trying I to agree. get people to understand. Like when something happens in prison, let me ask you, when something happens in prison, homie, how does the warden in the prison handle that issue? Like you talking like something like what a murder or something like that? Just as far as as say somebody gets killed, say your prison has weights, right? And and somebody kills somebody on the weight pile with with a dumbbell. What happens? Oh man, they're taking them weights away. First they gonna shut the prison down. Everybody getting locked down, right? Mm -hmm. Then they're gonna do a thorough investigation, right? Mm -hmm. If they're gonna cover some shit up, they need to know how they're gonna cover it up. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> they're gonna cover some shit up, right? Mm -hmm. So they're gonna figure that out. And then they go put the shit together and they're going to already have a storyline. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're going to already have a storyline on what happened. Mm -hmm. 
they're going to already have a storyline what happens. And what happens is complete control. Mm-hmm. Once they control the people, they can control the message. Once they control yeah. the message, they got everybody. Then they start telling stories on how they want it to unfold. Like what's going on with the brother in Oklahoma that's facing death at five o'clock. They but made the American But it's, it's, it's like you said from the jump. They, they take the weights, right? They come in and take the weights. And, and, the, and, the, and my point is that when that's, that is the government's mentality. The government's yeah. mentality is that if you're calling them for a problem, they're just going to come in and take the whole problem out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, until, there's, until there's nothing and, else. And never problem. And this is what. And, and, this is, and, and they just keep taking. And they just keep taking. Until eventually yeah. we're going to wake up one day and we're going to realize, well, shit. I, I get arrested if I say the wrong thing. I'm kicked yeah. off social media for saying the wrong thing. I get fired from my job for saying the wrong thing. They tell me I can't kneel and pray to God. You know what I mean? This is this is what's happening, mm-hmm. man. So people wake the yeah. freak up, man. Wake up, man. Yes, indeed. We're up. here to tell you live, live from the building. It's not a game. Peace, brother. Hey, take care of yourself, man. Another shout out to the community, man. We love you guys. This is Joseph sure, P. Langton and Thomas Freeme. With me, man. We are. We're gonna be doing big things, though, brother. You know how we do it. Peace. <laughs>